0: And I decided a long time ago that whatever I'm going through, I'm always going to make sure that I'm open and I share my story. And with that is, it can be really scary. It can be very vulnerable, but I think that by sharing, it makes someone else not feel so alone in their journey. And, and Brian also shares my husband, Brian, and he's there for people that also go the same thing. Now we hear from people every single week going through whether a miscarriage or some type of struggle. We feel really good that they feel like they can feel comfortable coming to us and, and confiding in us.
1: Hey, everyone. I'm Maria Sansone, and welcome to another edition of Mom to Mom, the podcast. I think you're going to like this one. I loved this conversation. Well, I love this guest. That's the thing. We go way back almost 10 years. I consider her a friend now, and I can't wait to introduce you to Katrina Scott. At this point, she kind of almost needs no introduction. She is the co-founder of Tone It Up, You know that online workout community that has grown exponentially. She's also the founder of Live Beautifully, which is a website, a podcast. And I don't know if you saw this in the news, but she is actually the first visibly pregnant Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. And that basically just happened. So this conversation gets so raw and so personal. So when we sat down for this interview, Katrina was like a couple of weeks away from delivering baby number two. So by the time you're listening to this, she could have a second daughter. Um, But we talk a lot about her journey to baby number two and IVF and infertility. And she and I, unfortunately, both had miscarriages. So we wind up talking about that and We laughed. We cried. um, We did it all. So Katrina is just so real, so raw. And I think you're just going to love her and this conversation. So here is my interview with Katrina Scott. Hi, how are you? It's so good to see your face.
0: So good to see you again. Thank you for having me.
1: Well, welcome back to Mom to Mom. So much has <laughs> happened since I saw you last time. I can't even remember how long it's been. So much to congratulate you on. So, first of all, you are about to give birth to about baby to number birth. two. So, yeah, congratulations. Exactly. You look fabulous.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I actually am feeling under the weather. So, I apologize to anyone tuning in that I sound a little crazy, but you know we're what? Here.
1: I feel like everyone's fighting something right now. It's everybody's under the weather. It's happening. It's the preschool germs too. And you yes. know, it's, it's yes. kind of wild
0: right now. So. Okay. So bring us up to speed. How old is your daughter? So Isabel is three and a half wow. and she'll actually be four in October, which is amazing. And it's flown by. She's very excited to be a big sister.
1: I love that. That's the same age that my daughter was when my son was born. Oh, really? so three and a half, almost four. And it's been such a blessing because it's such a nice age difference. They play so well together. And mm-hmm. my oldest is sort of like, it's far enough apart that she's almost like a little mommy to him yeah. she's very patient with him. So hopefully you'll have a similar experience.
0: I love hearing that. Yeah. She's already like playing with her bassinet and like setting things up, which is cute.
1: So you're having a girl that's wonderful. Okay. And by the time this airs, she may even be here, which is you're so, so close. So you seem very calm. Yeah. (laughs) So we were talking about you on the hub today, the other show that we do here in Boston, because we saw you doing sports illustrated. So the first visibly pregnant woman to grace the pages of sports illustrated swimsuit edition.
0: Yes. You know. It's such an amazing moment that I'm honored to be part of and represent. It's one of those things where why haven't we celebrated bumps, you know, everywhere Mm -hmm. in the media, but now it's time and Sports Illustrated is making that move. They're breaking boundaries. When they first called to ask me to be part of the issue, I hadn't told them I was pregnant yet. It was very early and we went through IVF. And I said, oh, I would love to shoot for the 2022 issue, but I'm pregnant, which is amazing news. Like, thank you so much anyway. And they said, no, we still want to shoot. Like, this is, this is such a beautiful chapter in a woman's life and it's still beautiful. Of course, why not? And, and I didn't even hesitate. I was, I said, okay, let's do a maternity shoot. <laughs> but, That's but wonderful. Yeah. They've never hesitated to be the first to make a move like that. And for so long women were told to hide their bump. and now it's it's saying, "No, this is beautiful too, and uh, this this deserves a moment." And then many more moments will come when you're when you're the first to do something.
1: Absolutely. So what's the feedback been like?
0: Incredible. You know, women, I think that sometimes feel like they either have to hide their bump. We're told, you know, hide your bump and then, show your body very quickly Mm. post-pregnancy, bounce back, get into those jeans as quickly as possible. Mm. So it almost celebrates that the bump wasn't even there or something, or, you know, telling women, oh, you'll just be just bump. But really, what if you're bump and booty and pregnant everywhere? Yes, people like to say, well, people like to
1: say a lot of things to pregnant (laughs) people. I think it's best to just... Think about yeah. it, kind of edit before you say anything. But yes, <laughs> when you say something well meaning, like you're all baby, I, like none of that hits right. I'm sorry. Just let's not talk about my body at all. Let's just exactly. continue to go about our day. People exactly. have been pregnant since the beginning of
0: time. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, and I feel pregnant everywhere from my ankles up to my eyes. And so, um, I'm not just bump and that, and it's a beautiful thing. I'm so grateful to be in this chapter. So I want to celebrate all of that. And Sports Illustrated definitely celebrated all of that by, by capturing it.
1: When you think about, when I think about, you know, seeing like a pregnant person, of course, my mind goes to Demi Moore on the cover of Vanity Fair. That was in the early nineties, but I remember what a big splash that was. I mean, people were up in arms about seeing a bare bump on the cover of a magazine so i think we've come a long way but it's actually taken a very long time to get here
0: it has it really has and even being open about talking about fertility Mm. and women talking about healthcare and what we how we can be supported and those conversations they're happening now which is amazing and it's i feel like it's just the beginning Yeah. And thinking back to the nineties that it caused an uproar. I have received some comments that are, you know, aren't something sacred or you don't have to do that. How does your mother feel about this? My mom's like, I'm so proud. (laughs) So of course there's going to be a very small percentage of people that don't want to see a pregnant woman, uh, do anything. And, and, then this isn't for them.
1: Not for them. I mean, if I were you, I would frame this and put it on my daughter's wall. I mean, this (laughs) is something to be extremely proud of. And what a great example for your girls too. And we'll get into this more because, you know, I do feel like the conversation is changing about some of the things that women are dealing with that have been taboo over the years from miscarriage to infertility. And you have been someone who's been very vocal about all of that. And it's thanks to people like you who are out there doing that, that I think the needle is moving a little bit. Do you get that sense?
0: I do. You know, for a long time, women didn't talk about their miscarriages or their fertility struggles. And if they did do IVF, they didn't want to openly talk about it. If you do egg or sperm donation or whatever it is, that's, that's taboo as well. And then I actually see it a lot with the partners. So men do not talk about it they don't go to the office and ask their coworker to go to lunch and cry about how they also just lost a child, Mm -hmm. um, a baby or, you know, wherever the pregnancy was or whatever phase that was. So it's not only amongst women, but it's amongst men and couples and same-sex couples and women on their own, uh, you know, freezing their eggs because they want a family, but they haven't found a partner. There's so many things that women and men and people aren't talking about around fertility. And I decided a long time ago that whatever I'm going through, I'm always going to make sure that I'm open and I share my story. And with that is it can be really scary. It can be very vulnerable, but I think that by sharing, it makes someone else not feel so alone in their journey. And and Brian also shares my husband, Brian, and he's there for people that also go the same thing. Now we hear from you know people every single week yeah. going through uh, whether a miscarriage or some type of struggle, and so uh, we feel really good that they feel like they can feel comfortable coming to us and yeah, um, and confiding in us.
1: I, it definitely affects the entire family in so yeah. many ways. And like you, I also had miscarriages and. At that time, I had a platform and everything, but I just wasn't ready. It was like too fresh, too scary. Um, After the fact I did, you know, but I had to get past all that. And then I felt very empowered for having shared that. And so many people reached out and me too, me too, me too. And it's something that we've suffered silently for, for so, so long. So I am happy to see that changing. But something that really resonated with me was when you did get pregnant with your daughter, the second pregnancy, how nervous you were at the beginning. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever had more anxiety than I did when I did finally get pregnant with my son um, after all those miscarriages. I mean, you're just walking around thinking like, when's the shoe going to drop?
0: I'm, I'll am i share something with you that, and that that's the other thing is that what you said is where you didn't share it first. I didn't share it first either because it also being open about your story does not mean when you're grieving and when you're in your storm that you have to share you absolutely can go through your grief and process the way that you need to if and when you decide you want to share then share if you don't want to share then that's fine but for other people sharing i hope that it makes you feel less alone when you are um, you know isolated in your pain and that you will come out on the other side and everything's gonna be okay. Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely did not share in the moment when I was going through it because I wasn't even thinking about social media, being in a hospital, going through DNC or whatever. I was you know just going through what I needed to. But to talk about being scared during this pregnancy, yesterday morning, I haven't shared this yet and then I, I just you know haven't talked about it and I haven't thought to, but I probably should because it's very normal. I woke up and I didn't feel any movement at 4 a.m. And so after, you know, you're supposed to count kicks and things like that. After a while, my husband and I actually drove to Cedars and I was a mess and I'm 37 weeks pregnant. And so this entire pregnancy has been difficult where today's the day that it's, it's all going to come crashing down. Is just something that you wake up with every single day after when you're pregnant after loss or after struggles. And so we went and obviously everything's fine. And thankfully she was just in a very deep slumber. It changes you. It kind of takes away that pregnancy bliss that I first experienced with my firstborn. It's given me really great perspective for women who have struggled in men again, and just being there for them throughout. Thank
1: you for sharing that. It makes me very emotional because I did the exact same thing like so many times I would call my doctor and be like, can I come in your office really quick and just like do a quick ultrasound and then and then you're at ease for a little bit. And then it's the next thing. You're not you don't feel good until that baby is in your arms. Right. I just want to
0: see her like right here. (laughs)
1: But let's talk about your community and how much support you've gotten. We always say it takes a village, right? And you've had this tone it up community and living beautifully and it's always been rooted in that community. But I imagine the outpouring of support that you've been getting from that village has been really helpful.
0: It is helpful. I think all women need a sense of community, whether it's neighbors, a local yoga studio, an online community, friends, anything. It just, it helps to have a support system around you. And I am beyond grateful for the women who have been on this journey with me. Uh, I do share all of my fertility updates on my blog, livebeautifully.com. And it's really nice to hear from people. And there are a lot of women and couples that don't share what they're going through, but they reach out and they say, thank you for sharing because it's, it's not that it makes the journey any easier, but you just know that you're, it's not just you and it gives them hope that there's something on the other side.
1: Yes. These rainbow babies give us so much hope. So you have so many people who are in your corner and cheering for you. And we just can't wait to see your family growing and see those first photos of that baby. It's going to be so (laughs) wonderful. I cannot wait. So what's new in the in the Tone It Up community? Like what's going on? I mean, I remember back in the early days when you (laughs) used to come on the show and we would work out together and that it has blown up to just a crazy Mm -hmm. empire at this point. So what's the latest?
0: So the latest is I actually just filmed a couple of pregnancy workouts that are coming out in my pregnancy program. So I have a pregnancy program and a post uh, post pregnancy. We also have some incredible nutrition products that are now available at uh, Walmart And then they're also at target. And then we have a ton of uh, grocery stores that all of our nutrition products are available. So our plant-based gluten-free, uh, non-GMO clean, like very clean ingredients, uh, you know, products. So we have, have literally a pregnancy brain. I can't even talk about <laughs> yeah. being like, ah, we have protein. We have I'm through
1: you, you threw a lot as you're yeah. preparing to give birth. I give you so much credit <laughs> for even doing this, but just to make you feel better. Just yesterday, I was having a little like brain fart and mm-hmm. someone said to me, you know, something and I go, you know what? I, I just, I have mommy brain. I have like, you know, baby brain. And they say, Oh, how, how old's your kid? I, said, Five.
0: <laughs> I don't think it ends. I mean, the the sleepless nights, everything I said, maybe I'll sleep in 2040. Maybe. That's when, yeah. That's when the kids will be about 18. But then on the, I don't think you sleep when you have 18 year olds either. So
1: no, it's uh, just the anxiety and the stress that we feel. It just repurposes like reshifts to something (laughs) else and I have friends now who started way earlier and have older kids who are 18 20 and they said little kids little problems big kids big problems
0: Uh, so I think I don't think it gets any easier that is so true I mean my mom's here I called her at 3 a.m. and she got on the earliest flight and she's here from New Hampshire. So I love yeah, that. She's, she's dealing with my big problems while I'm dealing with the little problems. But yeah, so exciting things are happening. Um, I'll live beautifully. I have my podcast. And of course, Sports Illustrated is incredible. And speaking of community, the most supportive group of women. And what people don't know is that Sports Illustrated is a female team and they just are empowering women to change beauty standards in a way of representation and they're not afraid to do that like I said earlier and uh empowering women to be beautiful as they are you don't know, to change yourself you know and um if you want to do something go for it and everyone's rooting you on and that's been really really amazing too
1: now does that come natural for you to pose in a bathing suit, or oh, did you have to get like, does the team have to pump you up, and how do they do that? Okay, so a little bit of both.
0: So I would say shooting with Sports Illustrated, if you can imagine the most, it's just a bunch of cheerleaders around you saying how amazing you're doing. And so you feel really confident. I mean, you feel on top of the world because they are so, it's like if you go to the pool in the summer and you have a group of friends standing on the side of the pool going, and they're like, how could you be like it's it's so nice and they celebrate every part of you and then there's the part of me that's awkward where I'm like <laughs> yeah. so there's a little bit of both where I they of course make you feel so comfortable, but then uh yeah, being on the other side of the camera, even though I've done so much um with squats and burpees and exercise videos, yeah. Of course there are the moments where I'm probably pretty awkward in front of the camera, but it's okay.
1: Okay. So you're, so you're like all of us in that way. I like that. I'm seeing stuff on TikTok and Instagram and everything about women who are pulling out the two piece again and women who are saying, I was never going to do this. I felt I was relegated to a one piece and you know what, screw it. I'm going for the two piece. What is your, what would you say to those women this year? I say
0: you go girl (laughs) and you are beautiful and worthy of wearing whatever you want. This is your life and your body, and I want you to celebrate it and just just know that you are incredible and there's nothing about you that you need to change. And if you want to wear a two piece, wear a two piece. If you want to wear one piece, wear it. If you want to be naked, just go nude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can do that too, especially locally around here. Oh, speaking of locally, tell us your connection to Boston. Is this truly where it kind of all began?
0: Yeah. So I went to school at Keene state, uh, for health science and nutrition. And I actually met my husband when I was 19, he was 20. We We were both from New Hampshire and then, uh, he went to Bentley. I moved down to Boston and I was working at Boston sports club. And that was my first job as a master trainer and I was teaching group fitness there. And that's when I started on YouTube and it was incredible. It was very early days of YouTube. And I remember thinking, this is so cool that, you know, I didn't have to apply for something. I could just film and we can just put it up and you can be Mm. an entrepreneur. You can, you can put your message out there and people can hear you. And that wasn't social media, wasn't a thing in that sense. And now anybody, if you have a message to share, you, you can do that. And you don't have to ask permission from anybody. Now you have Instagram and you have TikTok and you have YouTube. And so that was very, very cool discovering YouTube uh, early on and saying, wow, I, I don't have to book a, a DVD <laughs> uh, interview or uh, audition yes. to do fitness videos. I can actually just start recording and do that myself. And so That was really neat. And uh, when we moved to California together, that's when I decided I wanted to start something uh, incredible for women and teach fitness videos online. But I love in person too. I'm I'm a fitness instructor at heart. So I love being with women.
1: So, wow, the Genesis story of your empire is really cool. I think that's inspiring for a lot of people. Plus, what you're putting out into the world and um, sharing all these important messages about womanhood and about the infertility journey and all of that. What do you hope that your girls
0: learn from what you've been through? Oh, my goodness. I'm sure you're referring to my girls, my daughters. Without crying, I hope that they know that they can do anything and that they find fulfillment in whether it's an empire or whether it's 20 people that they speak to, they're making an impact and they're sharing a message. And that's, and that's for anyone that's watching too. Life is short, but long. The days are really long, but the years are short. Like we have time, but also Don't waste time wanting, you know, more, 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 just really soak in what you want to do, the message that you want to share and, um, and live life and be present. So I really want to teach my daughters to be present and to celebrate each other and the people around them. And yeah, just, I, I I hope happiness for them in the most pure way and anyone that's watching as well. So. That
1: is so sweet. And it is so hard because we are on these hamster wheels of life. And as parents, it's so we go in from one place to the next. But if you can really take a moment to relish in where you're at, you know, yeah. and really just kind of savor the moment. Easier said than done, but something for us <laughs> all to think about here. Thank you so much for joining us. I know you are so close to giving birth. It could be like today. It could be any second
0: now. I um, to hang out with you today. I was like, I, I, I got to do this because this is going to be so amazing just to be reunited with you. And So
1: proud of you. Best of luck. I hope everything goes very smooth and I cannot wait to see your daughter and your, your family. Thank you. So thank you so much. And um, we'll check in with us again. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. <you>. <laughs> And that's a wrap for today's episode of Mom to Mom. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can always binge all of our episodes of Mom to Mom wherever you find your podcasts. And you can also catch Mom to Mom on TV. We're on Mondays at 11.30 a.m. on NBC10 Boston. And always, you can find us on Facebook and our Mom to Mom group. All you have to do is search Mom to Mom with Maria Sansone. All right, that's all the business. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I'll see you next time.